everybody, welcome to another episode of Harvey Kayfabe. I am one of your hosts, I am Johnny Townsend. Uh, we have fired Christopher Chavez for this week. Uh, we were hiring him next week, but I am joined by Mr. Matthew Johnson. Matt, what's going on, man? Nothing much, nothing much. Excited. Uh, this is going to be my last episode for about a month or so. Got a bunch of crazy wedding stuff going on, so uh, definitely wanted to talk about pro wrestling at least one more time before we got... Uh, before we got going, you're not going to talk about so. pro wrestling on your honeymoon. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, full disclosure: this is our second time attempting this. Uh, my laptop decided to crash uh, on us, and uh, yeah. that's fun. That's fun. That's fun yeah, podcasting. We were, we were doing really good, really good. Yep. But it's okay. It's okay. Adapt and overcome. That's right. Uh, so in that, uh, we talked about some Chiampa stuff. We talked about some tampon stuff. Uh, but uh, we're just going to skip all that. We don't have the time, so we no, we don't. Uh, so I'm expecting we, a bad any minute. Yeah. So, uh, but I do, want, of course, to still talk about the GoFundMe. Uh, so, Matt, what's the details behind this GoFundMe thing? Okay, so this past weekend, uh, a couple wrestlers, four of them to be exact, who are, happen to be friends of mine, um, were driving home from a show from Montreal. And we're in a horrible car accident. Their vehicle hit some black ice on the throughway. They hit a guardrail, and the vehicle was just about split in half. And two of the wrestlers uh, suffered broken bones, had to take uh, surgery, you know, had to get surgery, and their their road to recovery is going to be a long time. Uh, when news of that broke, a GoFundMe was set up, and it is called the Buffalo Brothers Car Accident Recovery Fund. And it's been pretty remarkable how the wrestling community has pulled together. Um, as of right now, as of time of recording, with a fifty thousand dollar goal, twenty nine thousand dollars eight hundred and ten. Oh, excuse me, twenty nine thousand eight hundred and ten dollars has been raised. Uh, I think there's a lot more coming in. There was a comedy show last night, but it was raised by six hundred and thirty people in the past five days. So it's really remarkable what's going on here. Uh, the wrestling community coming together. Uh, two of the wrestlers, Kevin Bennett and Puff, uh, were relatively unscathed. They're they're taking a little time off, but they'll be back in the swing of things. But Daniel Garcia and Kevin Blackwood had surgeries. Their recovery is going to be a few months. Uh, interestingly enough, Daniel Garcia, who had rods, steel rods put in his legs because his femur snapped, uh, was riding the bike for I think twenty three minutes yesterday, Man. going hard. He's determined dude. as ever to make this comeback. So that dude's a legend absolute, already. You know, yeah. that's inc- that's incredible. It's it's crazy, but I love it. Yes, I love his spirit. I love their spirit. I love the spirit of professional wrestling. Uh, getting a good look. There's there's been so many. It's been frowned upon. Like wrestling fans are usually pretty frowned upon. Uh, which is unfortunate to say, you know, for some, you know, just how some of them act. Um, and there's this general uh, prejudice with wrestling fans being idiots and stuff like that. But And, and some this, of us live up to that. Some of us do. But the majority, uh, I feel, are very awesome. And this GoFundMe is a great example of that, of the, all the money that's already been raised uh, of from the wrestling community. And also some big-name wrestlers have... Uh, have uh, donated some money too, and it just man, it just makes you proud. Stuff like this, 
despite the situation that it happened being horrible, uh, the response to it has made me so proud to be a wrestling fan. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, Luke Harper started off the big, like, well-known wrestler donations with a $1,500 one. Uh, Cole Cabana donated. Uh, David Arquette donated, which I thought was really cool. And I'm sure there's been several others. It, it's hard to look through all the donors' names. But uh, the other day, we were in the middle of recording the panel discussion podcast, Cheap Plug, every Monday on the BICBP Radio Network. And we got an alert that Chris Jericho donated $2,000 to the cause. Now, if that's, that's awesome. That is that it's, is beyond awesome. Uh, yeah. Jericho is making news for us like crazy this week when it comes to wrestling. And we'll get to the other news he made here s- shortly. Uh, but yeah, so if you can go to the GoFundMe that Matt just said, we'll, he'll say it again here in a second. If you can only just give a dollar, I mean, every little bit helps. These guys do not, I'm going to assume, uh, that they don't have insurance. The most, your wrestling federations, except for maybe the new certain one we're going to be talking about uh, yeah. that hasn't really started yet. Uh, they don't really cover, uh, things that happen in the ring. Uh, I think the WWE does help the wrestlers out a little bit, I would assume. And I think they do, uh, but you know, it's not like it's not like they're 100 percent covered with insurance. No, not at all. Um, unless they have a really good regular job, that's really it. But these guys are wrestling for, you know, they have their rates and and that's it. They don't make a great living on the indies, but it's all about getting a name and, and you get something, something to, to, you know, for as accepted as gratitude for your work in the ring. Uh, whatever their rate may be, that's it. That's all they have. So the, the GoFundMe is titled Buffalo Brothers Car Accident Recovery Fund. It's trending. Um, that's one of the big things. And like I said, 630 uh, donors in five days is remarkable. Yeah, and there's also a T-shirt you can get that they that 100% of the proceeds go to this, too. There's a couple T-shirt designs going around. Uh, I know Chris... Share, share the uh, the link for this GoFundMe on the BICBP network uh, Facebook page, and as opposed to some other stuff, there's a lot of different fundraisers going on, and we just had this. Uh, yeah, it was briefly mentioned this great comedy show last night, and a guy from Phoenix, Arizona, he used to be from Buffalo, organized the thing and flew out for free to do the show uh, yesterday to help fundraise and it helped raise over a thousand dollars which is really cool. Something that was amassed in three, only three days that all happened. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really good to see. It's a good feeling and yeah, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. That's for damn sure. Yes. A hundred percent. Very moving. Uh, so again, if you can donate anything, I know these guys will very much appreciate it. And, uh, man, it's, uh, it's, it's always, it's always awesome to have something, as a wrestling fan to be proud of that you can look at and be like, man, I'm proud today that I'm a wrestling fan. Cause look what, look what that's, that community is doing. Yeah, uh, man. It's so amazing. So incredibly moving. So please go check that out. Uh, if you love pro wrestling at all, this will obviously be a great thing to give to, uh, as a way of giving back because, uh, these guys and these, and these ladies, uh, put literally put their bodies on the line just to entertain us. So, uh, I think every little bit helps. Uh, they do. Yeah. yeah. You never really know when your last match is going to be. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the other big news that happened, of course, is uh, Matt, there might be 
it's very early. It's very, very early. But there might be some certain competition showing up on the pro wrestling landscape. Uh, I think it. I think it is. I. I think it's. This is it. This is this is the big one. As uh, you know, everybody likes to say, all elite wrestling yep. held their debut presser this week, uh, Tuesday actually in Jacksonville, uh, the same place that SmackDown was taking place the same night. Correct. By the way, just and down the road. <laughs> Just down the road, yep. and there were rumors going around that WWE was not allowing people with AEW merchandise into the show. Uh, I hope I'm so. I'm not sure. I hope so. I want this I think to be, be funny. Fair. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a very Vince thing to do. Um, I do not know how true those rumors are. There, there were some. Somebody said that they went into the box office to grab tickets, and a security guard explained to them and said they, they couldn't come in with the AEW merchandise that they had bought at the, the rally. Um, and then somebody said that Vince eventually let it all in because of how quick the, all the publicity spread around. Uh, I, I, I got to say, this is just my get, my take on this. I I want to say that's just a rumor somebody started. I think so, too. Just I because, think it's just a couple Twitter yeah, idiots starting yeah. shit. Purely because uh, I listened to an interview with Mr. Chris Jericho after this had happened, and he'd already had a conversation with Vince before this. And Vince was well aware that this was happening. Like yeah. he knew way ahead of time that this was not a shocker to him that this AEW was starting. He knew about it. So, uh, you know, uh, I would I would I would guarantee that this is this is a, a bit of a you know the whole the tel- the game of telephone, the whole thing. Oh yeah. You know it's got to be that. People got to keep buffing stuff up and make it more fun. Now, I want it to be true just because it's it, it would really mean that he sees it as real competition. And, uh, you know, that would be way more fun for me, but I just don't think it's true. They let Bullet Club no, shirts in there all the time. Bullet Club, even back in WCW, they had, you know, people were wearing NWO shirts all the time. Yeah. And uh, while I do realize that was almost 20 years ago, uh, I doubt that uh, I doubt that this was all true. Yeah, same here. But it was a pretty, pretty exciting press conference. Uh, this was, it felt big. It felt yes. like an event. It, to me, it felt like they, that this is very serious. This isn't just some, uh, thing that they're just kind of saying, Hey, let's see if this works. They are all in on this pun intended. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Um, they got they some, have, they got some great backing financial backing behind this. Yes. One of the, uh, part owners of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, last name Khan, I think he's the brother of Shad Khan, who's kind of the big face of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so he invested a lot of money into this. It's really big. And with it, you know, came a whole bunch of signing announcements. Yes. And some really cool ones. Uh, I mean, we all figured, obviously, Cody's partially, you know, part of the management. He will be there. Uh, Cody, uh, the Young Bucks, and Brandy are all part of uh, management, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So, which is cool to see, and Hangman Page is going to be joining. I think that was announced. Yep. Uh, there, he signed a contract. Kenny Omega, I hear. Um, I know, joining. I I don't think his is official yet, but it's kind okay. of. But it might as well be, from what I've heard. Uh, also, uh, I think the other name that people were waiting to hear, but they didn't hear, was uh, the villain. Uh, Marty's always says last Marty Squirrel, Squirrel, yeah. but I do believe he still has another year left on his Ring of Honor contract. So, yeah, so he will be there eventually. I think so. I'm sure. 
there were some reports that WWE was sending big numbers to some of these guys to avoid getting them to sign with All Elite Wrestling. Kenny Omega, I, I heard, you know, they gave him, offered him some big time main event, like millions to sign with them. They've been I after him for a while, though, so that doesn't shock me. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't shock. Um, Hangman Page, they were offering um, main roster money for him to be on NXT. So I think they went the, the – the, I mean, those two went the smart route. You know, they, they stuck to their guns. I, I figured, like I said, Kenny Omega hasn't been official yet, but if it is, they – I respect them even more for sticking to their guns and not selling out. Yeah. I do believe, I think, I think, I don't I don't remember if this was confirmed, but I think Omega already said that he's uh, he's done with New Japan. Like, he's not going to be doing any more with them now. Correct. So his yeah. contract ran out with them, and whatever he does next will not be with New Japan, I believe. So that's a good sign. Um, and I think the biggest announcement was Chris Jericho signing a contract. Yes, that was huge. Uh, uh, when you're do- when you're starting a new promotion, the fact of the matter is you need a big name that people recognize. You just yes. do. That will help it seem way more serious. Uh, I guess it would be something we should pay attention to. Uh, the reason that WCW really, uh, really started making waves is they signed Hogan and they signed Macho Man. Uh, they got yeah. They were picking up the the big names that WWF had. Yeah. Uh, even when TNA started off, you got think back all the way then. Well, these guys weren't huge names; they were established veterans. Yeah. Uh, that you know, Ken Shamrock. What crazy to think it was that he was the first TNA champ. Um, couple, you know, a couple other ones. Uh, Jeff Jarrett was a huge part of it, and he was a relatively big name. WCW helped him out. Uh. And TNA acquired a lot of these big names, like Sting, Christian, Rhino, Kurt Angle over the years, which helped bolster them. All Elite is in really good shape right now. They, they're ride, still riding off the high from All In, which I think is huge. Them doing yeah. that was huge advantage to them. I'm very excited to see who else they're bringing in. Uh, oh, me too. I can't, wait me to, too. I can't wait to see more names. I really can't. It's... Yeah, it's exciting, and from what I've heard, too, when I read, I was trying to find, there's either a tweet or a Facebook post about some of the, like, amenities that AEW is going to give their guys, which is a huge, like, incentive well, one to of the, sign Well, one them. of the things I think that we should talk about is the fact that Cody Rhodes said a tweet, I think he's responding to somebody, but it boils down to that if you get hurt in an AEW ring, they got you covered. Right, which that is remarkable. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a game changer. Um, because I mean, I we don't know how much or if they do, but you know, I've heard stories of WWE guys kind of getting left high and dry because they don't have insurance, so WWE technically isn't obligated to help them in any way. Yeah, they're still aren't they technically independent contractors. See, technically, yes. Yeah. So I know it's a weird way they finagle things over there. But, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, this is huge. Uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, to me, if I was a pro wrestler, th- that alone would make me at least take a look at it. You know? Yes. No, I mean that's a big deal. That's pretty huge. If you're getting looked at, one hundred percent, I, I, I would. They have the TV deals, which is important. Yeah, that's the, that's the other thing I wanted to say. Uh, Jericho 
I think he was on Busted Open Radio. I think it's what he was on. And uh, he flat out said that while he couldn't say uh, yet what the TV deals were, he did say his quote was, I would not have signed if they didn't have a TV deal. Yeah. It's important because a lot of – that's that's a tough start for a lot of places. Yeah. Ring of Honor for the longest time didn't have a TV deal. And their TV deal now isn't that great. It just no, not, it's horrid. It's pretty terrible. It's, it's really bad. Uh, you might catch it on a Sunday afternoon, but I think it's re- regularly like after midnight or something like yes. that. Yes, yes. I found it by accident one night. I'm old now and rarely stay up past midnight. I just happened <laughs> to stay up one night late, and I was like, holy crap, Ring of Honor's on? I had no idea. And yeah. I'm a giant wrestling nerd. Uh, so that's that's and it's not a great production either. No, it's like no. brief. It's a couple matches. It's only an hour long, and it's so. not lit very well either. Uh, man, and I love and the Ring of Honor has some really awesome matches, but yeah, uh, I I think that this I'm very hopeful for AEW. I really truly am. I think they they're uh, they're getting a good start in my opinion. Uh, the fact that they have some good financial backing helps a lot. Uh, they're yeah. getting some good names. Y2J is a humongous deal. Uh, to me, and let's be honest, let's be just frank and honest here, Cody and the Young Bucks uh, were probably some of the most sought-after wrestlers for WWE, you know? Oh, completely. Uh, they'd really made a name for themselves. Uh, you know, They co- have. The, biggest, is, the uh... best thing Cody ever did was leaving WWE. He, he put money on himself and left, and look what, look what he did. He is the chosen one. It's yeah. like it's kind of cool that you know, son of Dusty Rhodes. He he has a great mind for the business, and he know like he he knows like he's got to change wrestling. Like he is going to be the one. It's going to be a fun success story, twenty years down the line, whenever of seeing how WWE misused him, putting him in this Stardust costume, which was just terrible. Yeah, his his action figures are still tons and tons of stardust action figures at every toy store I've, I've been to that's how not interesting this character was and he st- stuck to his guns and got up and left and he's been making a names for himself he's been doing it the right way too everything's been uh everything's kind of fallen into place for him and the company he keeps and it's really cool that this this group of guys is going to change wrestling forever yeah uh, this is this is a humongous deal. We need as prof- as wrestling fans, we need WWE to have competition. We just do. Uh, it's I mean for the longest time they haven't had any since I would argue since WCW died, they've had none, uh, none here in the states at least. No, no. I mean we've had some no, that no, have no, kind of no. done okay. Uh, Ring of Honor, I think. Did okay, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't call them competition. See, looking at it now, yeah, I don't call. I, I think Ring of Honor's like stock just stunk, just sunk in my book. To be honest with you, yeah, with all these guys leaving, and doing I, their I own think they thing. get hurt the most by this. To be honest with you, yes, yes, I do too. I mean, they lost some big names. I mean, the Cody and Young Bucks were on there all the time, and they're gone. I think a lot of people will be leaving there. I think I don't think the villains there for long. In my opinion, I don't know if it's nope. for a fact, but you know he's really good friends with all those people. So, you know, uh, usually a lot of times we uh, personal relationships help make business decisions. They do. It, it, it's such a like a fun family thing. It's cool that they've all stuck together through all of this over the last three years. You know, starting with the All In pay per view, 
showing that they could all work together and be together as as part of something big and I, th- I think they're going to be A-OK. Yeah. I really do. I think the next step will be an announcement of the TV deal. According to Jericho, they they have like maybe three different ones on the table, and they're trying to decide which one they want to do. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. I'm very excited. Uh, to me, the ideal thing would be they get two hours every week on TV, uh, and not just on a, on a small cable channel that hardly anybody in the country gets. It needs to be... I think cable's fine, but it needs to be a channel that kind of everybody at least has access to. That's going to help them, and yeah. especially with the amount of TV time they get to. Yeah. An hour is not enough. No. Three hours is too much. Correct. It has to be at least two hours a week. I say two hours, and here's what I would do, and this is just nostalgia for me. Uh, two hours and ten minutes. You know, uh, yeah. like how WCW would, you know, I remember back in the Monday Night Wars, that's one of the things that each would try to do. They're like, well, we're going to start a little earlier. Or we're going to end a little later than their competition, you know? Just little things. And it's not only like 10 minutes, but they would do stuff like that. So that would be fun for me. And the reason to me that Jericho is a big deal, that's a name that people know. And when you're trying to make a TV deal, you can bring that name up. Completely. Because uh, Jericho has really been off TV for a while. I mean, yes, he's been on New Japan, but... Like New Japan is not easily accessible for a casual wrestling fan. No, it's not. It's I. I w- There's been plenty of New Japan stuff that I've wanted to see. I just didn't have access to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's obviously he's really really good at reinventing himself again and again. He he's the uh, he was discussing this that he kind of bases all this on David Bowie of all things. Uh, that uh, you know Bowie would constantly kind of reinvent himself. Uh, you know, and kind of change his character a little bit, right? And that's what he's doing. You know, ever since he had he went from the list to uh, kind of a, almost a gothic type guy in New Japan. It's different, but I like yeah, it. I liked it too a lot. So I'm I'm very excited to see what he's going to bring to AEW. Like maybe it's, it's probably going to be something else. Who knows? He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would stick to just one thing without constantly kind of putting some changes in. Right. Right. Yeah. So where do you see? AEW, do you, like in five years, do you, do you see it maybe, do you see it competing strongly with WWE? Like it's not going to be an overnight thing, but people no. are already hinting towards it. No. Do, do you see it in five years being right there with WWE? Uh, the issue here is WWE is a behemoth. People do not yes. realize this. Uh, even with their ratings being at all-time low, this thing still just pumps out money. It truly does. Uh, they got some big TV deals coming up. Uh, the issue to me will be how, what the TV deal is for AEW. If they get a good one, I think in a couple years they could be a viable option for wrestlers uh, when they want to choose. Uh, when uh, you know, uh, right now the WWE is the one that you make it to when you've quote unquote made it as a pro wrestler. Right. I think AEW in a couple years can also become that, uh, but I do believe also. That in the early stages, it's uh, I don't know, quote unquote, if there'd be real competition at the very beginning, just because WWE is so established, and uh, this is a brand new thing. Uh, I want it to be, but I do feel it's going to take a good three or four years of being very solid for them to, t- to for them to even be start considered competition to WWE. I agree. I think the biggest advantage AEW will have, and they have to utilize, 
is those extra perks for wrestlers, taking care of them uh, financially if, if something yeah. goes horribly wrong. You know, how, there's been a lot of times where, like uh, like Draws, Draws, for example, he was hurt, and he was kinda, he's kind of just been there. I, I don't know if he was ever truly financially compensated uh, for it, but for, for his injuries and, and everything that has come with it, but you need to... You need to be different. You, there's a culture change in wrestling. We've been talking about it for months yeah. with with these this group of guys, and it's really who treats their employees better. Yeah, they you know? they also have an advantage too. They can look at WWE and what's not working. Yeah, and learn there's lots going on yeah. right now that they can pick and choose from and learn from that very well. And they seem to and they seem to do that. Um. Yeah, it's the other thing, too, that kind of goes along with what you're saying. The other advantage that they have is back when WCW was poaching talent from the from the E, they were doing so because they offered either the same money or more money. And on top of that, the schedule was way better. So there was a perk. Yes, there's there a, a great perk. Uh, so I think the AEW can learn from that, too, and really put some perks out there. Be like, hey. Look, yeah, sure you can go through the WWE, but hey, we guarantee if you get hurt in our ring here, we're going to cover you. Which, yeah, that would that would be a selling point for me instantly. I think it's if if a if AEW doesn't um, take out, you know, if AEW doesn't take off the way we think it will, I think it will change how WWE does business at the very least. Yeah. So yeah, I hope so. Honestly, I do, because uh, from what I've heard. And obviously, I've not been there, but uh, they they need some they need to do uh, some housekeeping, <laughs> you know. Yeah, just a tad. I think it's yeah. a little bit out of control right now, especially with the roster sizes, the misuse of talent, the the crap writing. Yeah, but this is this if AEW succeeds, and I have a good feeling that it will. It will only benefit not only us, the wrestling fans, but also the wrestlers themselves. It will benefit them a great deal too, because you'll have more options. And uh, the reason that there's a logjam of talent at WWE is because they just sign up everybody, and yep. then not everybody can be world champion. That is just you know, uh, there's only so many spots that can make TV. Even with a three-hour show and Raw, there's still only going to be so many spots, and somebody's going to get left out. Yeah. So this is a great thing for even pro wrestlers. To me, this is just another, hopefully viable option. I'm very excited to see the other new. Whenever they make new announcements, I'm very, very pumped to see more names that they're going to sign. I'm very excited to find out what this TV deal is. I want it to be a station that I have here in North Carolina because I want to watch this. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. We're, uh, yeah, good things, good things coming. Yeah. Uh, so. Also, I was going to ask you, Matt. Do you think that they should, whenever they do get a TV deal uh, and they start get going pretty well, um. To me, I wonder if you agree with this. I think at the most they should do maybe two to three pay-per-views starting out a year. I don't think they should do the every month pay-per-view thing. Right. I, I I would like to see them space it out like they are doing for between All In and Double or Nothing, which is their next big one. Right. Um, I think they're – did I see – they're doing it in Vegas? I think is so. Is that what I heard? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. So I'm not sure what the venue is 100% off the top of my head. It might have been announced uh, – I don't know for sure, but um, yeah, two to three, keep it light. I think one of the WWE's biggest problems is that it's it's always done too much. 
Yeah. It's always done a lot. And there was a time where there was pay-per-views every three weeks. Yes. And this was pre-network, too, keep in mind. So people were paying. You know, if you wanted to watch these pay-per-views, it was costing you 45 50 plus dollars yeah. every three weeks to watch these sometimes meaningless pay-per-views. Which is fine if you're a, a teenager who has a job and all your money is kind of uh, whatever you want to spend it on. Because that's, yeah. that's when I would buy those pay-per-views. But, you know, when you become an adult and you actually have bills and stuff you have to pay, this that becomes too expensive. I mean, 45 bucks is a lot of money to some people. It's it's a lot. It adds up. Even, even right now as an adult, yes, yep. it, it adds up real quick. So, so I'm with you. I think uh, I'm going to assume that they're going to get a partnership with maybe a fight or whoever, whoever has a, a, a you know, a, a streaming kind of type deal, uh, kind of like uh, be their version of the network in a way. Right. I would assume, I think, because that's kind of the way you kind of have to go now, right? When it comes to pro wrestling. Uh, fight network. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, just some sort of, uh, I think the model of a pay-per-view that costs 45 bucks every once in a while that's kind of become outdated to me, you know. The you know they still are like the boxing ones are still kind of huge and they do good money and UFC is still huge and does good money I think with that stuff. Yeah. But WWE when they made that switch smartly so I got to say when they brought in the network, uh, that kind of changed things when it comes to pro wrestling. Uh, I know plenty of uh, independent shows that have their pay per views that are like online streaming. And yeah, they're, they're like $5 shows, yeah. like relatively cheap. Yeah, exactly. And not that this needs to be 5 bucks. They can obviously charge more than that because they'll have some great talent. But I do kind of feel the the era of pro wrestling pay-per-views being 50 bucks is kind of over. Yeah, it's definitely done. It's definitely done. It's just it's absurd. It's here, absurd. Here in the States, may I add, I don't know what it is anywhere else like that. Uh, but, yeah. Um. I just don't think it's going to – it'd be something viable that they could keep doing, I don't feel. But to kind of answer your question in a long-winded way, uh, I think me and you both in agreement here. We really want this to succeed and to be viable competition to WWE. Oh, 100%. 100%. The, I, don't want, I don't want an over-influx of wrestling, but I want a, not, like a, a few options of really good wrestling. Yeah, like I want, I want Impact to disappear. I really do. I don't think it's good. It has gotten, it has shrunk. It, it's, it's a shell of its former self that it was ten years ago, which is crazy to see. And I hate to say that too, because I have a lot of, I, I know some people who are, you know, working for there. But I think Impact needs to go away. Personally, it's a stain on wrestling right now. It, it's not looking forward. It's just. Staying alive, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's um, felt like it's been kind of clinging clinging to life for dec- a decade now. Yeah. They've and, gone through a lot of changes. And I apologize. You know, there's a lot of fans, I'm sure, who are diehard TNA people. But I mean, I'll tell I just, you this. Back in the day, back in the day, uh, when TNA first kind of started going, and they had Samoa Joe, and they had AJ Styles, and they had, uh, I can't remember that guy's name, the Canadian guy who did the Canadian Destroyer. P.D. Williams, I yes, think? Yes, yes. Uh, I remember the first time I saw the Canadian Destroyer, and I was like, that's the most freaking wow thing I've ever seen. And, uh, uh, you know, so back then, I've always told people, that's when you need to kind of catch up on some TNA. Go back and watch that stuff, because that stuff is daggum incredible. But, yeah. That was good stuff, yeah. But now, I couldn't even tell you, 
like do they even have a TV deal? I don't even know. They still on Pop TV? <laughs> uh, they might be. They might be. I'm not even. Oh Christ, I'm not even sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who their champion is. I I just I have no clue. And I do not wish ill on anything that's that is uh, helping pro wrestlers have jobs. I want them to have jobs, but you got to start improving your product at some point. You just got to. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it, it it feels lower now. Impact feels lower now than it did when it first came out. Well, there I think super low budget. I think they'll also get hurt big time by AEW if it starts exceeding them. And Ring of Honor are going to take the biggest hits, I believe. Yeah. For sure. The yeah, WWE sure. won't be hurt too bad by it, but those two will be. Yeah. So, Big very time. good, very good. Um, I think that about wraps it up for today. Very much does. Uh, you know, we uh, we discussed a lot in the previous recording <laughs> that you'll never hear. Uh, I'm no. sorry about that. But it's just, uh, you know, that's how the uh, laptop goes. I apologize. This laptop is about five years old, Matt, and that in uh, electronics means it's, a, uh, it's older than... Uh, I don't know. It's older than a uh, Ric Flair now, right? Yeah, something like that. I think in yeah electronic years, it's like I think it's like fifteen to our one. Yes, I think you're right. I think that's what the comparison is. Yeah. So they don't make them to last. That's for sure. No, they do not. Uh, so thanks for joining Matt and myself here on Harley Kayfabe again. Please go join the GoFundMe and give that again one more time, Matt. Oh, it's the let me bring it up real quick. I apologize. up any second post a lot of stuff on facebook and it is the buffalo brothers car accident recovery fund on gofundme.com yeah so please go there and send some love and just a couple bucks just whatever you can possibly donate they would very much appreciate it and they need it uh so for matt johnson i am johnny townsend uh matt do you want to count us out today i think so because it's gonna be a while count us out one, two, three.